Welcome to episode 167 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Hearn. Hello, hello, episode 167, and we are going to talk about YouTube today. Uh, I'm about 40-ish episodes in to Hit the Mic TV, uh, and there are some very important lessons I have learned uh, in my time on YouTube, uh, and I want to share those with you. So these are the three must-know things uh, the three things you must know about YouTube. Uh, before we jump into that, though, if you have not yet joined the VIP community, now is the time. Uh, we're gearing up, like I said, for a webinar. Uh, the VIP community will be the first to find out, so make sure that you're in there. Uh, go to thecceharris.com slash VIP uh, to get on the list. Uh, I think that's all we have for the way of, uh, of housekeeping. Um... Stay tuned because next month we are going to be revamping the Rockstar Guide to Google Plus uh, and doing some really cool stuff with Hangouts in it. And basically it's going to be your go-to guide to using Hangouts on air for webinars uh, as well as some other cool stuff, including its tie-in to YouTube. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Of course, the VIP list will be the first folks to know about those changes uh, and get any sort of special offerings that I am to do during its fantastic announcement. Cool? Cool. So let's talk YouTube because YouTube is one of those things that I think freaks people out a little uh, because there's video and it's different and it's massive and it feels impossible sort of to break into it. And what I want to do first, you know, so the first thing you must know about YouTube is, is it's a search engine. It, it really is. It, it functions in the exact same way Google does. It's just targeted at videos. So everything you do in that space needs to be focused on keywords. And, and and making sure you have the 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 words that your customers or your ideal clients or your viewers, uh, your target audience, so to speak, is going to be using. Uh, a great example of this is you'll see a lot of things uh, on Hit The Mic TV that are sort of small business project management or um, Google Plus profile versus pages, Facebook profile versus pages, um, because it, it really, is in the sense that someone's gonna be like, do I need a profile or a page? And so it's that same thing. And then that exact question will be somewhere in the description for that video. So make sure that you have uh, a really clear look at, at the verbiage your target viewers, what we're gonna call them for the sake of this episode. Uh, the people who you wanna get in front of, make sure you're, you're speaking in the same way that they're gonna be looking for it, okay? So again, keywords are gonna be critical in this space. Uh, next, I wanna talk video length because video length is important. People will stick around and watch a half an hour video, but it's incredibly unlikely and it's gonna to need to be fantastically amazing content. It's, it's just, it's gonna be really hard to keep them. I keep hit the mic around uh, and generally under five minutes because anything longer than that is going to be really hard to keep the attention. The attention drops off in some of those videos. Uh, so make sure that you're cognizant of how long your viewers are going to be sticking around. The videos that are longer that do tend to do well tend to be tutorials. So uh, an example of this is we did the how to use video on Facebook uh, episode of Hit The Mic TV, which is a really cool one, a really popular one. Uh, where I talked about like doing custom photos and things like that. Um, another one and something else we can kind of talk about as part of YouTube is cards. 
Um, we did a tutorial on how to use the cards on YouTube, um, which is really important as far as getting people from your video, which we'll talk about in just a second with call to actions. Um, but again, that was a that was one that was consistently watched all the way through because I was literally showing people how to do things. So consider that, you know, consider giving people sort of walkthroughs of things. You know, we've done videos on everything from uh, the video stuff on Facebook I talked about to things like setting up Hangouts on air. Uh, anytime you can give somebody instruction, they're gonna be a little more forgiving with length, uh, but a good rule of thumb is to keep them on the short side. Former guest of the show, uh, Greg Taylor, who I saw speak at WordCamp a couple of times now, but he, he was talking about uh, how long a blog post should be at a presentation he gave. And he said, it needs to be as long as it needs to be to explain the, explain the point no shorter, no longer. Uh, and so that's that's kind of what I follow with all content. But don't don't try to hit some magical number and don't don't shortchange the audience by trying to keep it at a at a smaller magical number. All right. So we've got we're treating it like a search engine, paying attention to our keywords. Uh, we've got video length, keeping them on the short side. Good rule of thumb is around five minutes. But again, use what you need to to get the point across. Um, the thing to consider though is if it is a bigger point, maybe split it into several videos. Cool. All right, the last thing I wanna talk about is calls to action. And there's a few ways to do calls to action. And so I'm gonna kind of break this category into three sort of subcategories. Uh, and this is where we're gonna spend the rest of the episode. So calls to action are really important in everything we do with social, but in YouTube, I find them the most important just because generally we wanna try and either keep them on our channel, keep them in our videos, or get them someplace else. We wanna get them off of YouTube onto our website, like our mailing list or something like that. So a call to action is really key. If you've ever watched an episode of Hit The My TV, you know you hear at the end of every episode, thanks for watching. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up. Be sure to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any future episodes of Hit The Mike TV. Almost probably verbatim to that. So that has to happen at the all end of your call to, or the end of your videos because that's where you're giving them their next steps. We want you to subscribe. Um, we want you to do something. I also generally talk about joining the VIP community. And along with those verbal calls to action of joining the VIP community and subscribing and things like that, there's actually the option to do all of those things using a couple tools. So we have uh, annotations at the end of the video. So it says, subscribe and there's a subscribe button with an annotation over it that makes it clickable. So they go right to the subscribe screen of the channel. Um, there are cards. So we say, go to the VIP community and then through that card, they can click over and join the VIP community. Uh, if I had a call to action to something else, like a uh, during the social pro launch that we had uh, a while back, that call to action was of course to check out uh, socialproonline.com. And so I actually had a link to social pro in my uh, cards so that we can easily get there. You don't have to try to remember what I said. Uh, and also the where socialproonline.com came up on the screen, that was another clickable annotation in the video. The thing to know about annotations is those annotations where you sort of make the click box on the video, those don't work on mobile. So pay attention to your numbers, how many people are watching on mobile. Cards, which are relatively new in the last few months, they do work on mobile. So they're really nice to have because of that. So people can click them on their phones, on their tablets, things like that. I know for me, my cards have been doing much better than my annotations do click-wise because as a great deal of the people watching uh, do watch on mobile. So 
make sure that you're utilizing both while they're available. I don't really know if they're going to phase out regular annotations, the traditional annotations tool that's been around for several years now. Um, we'll see. Some of the big YouTubers I follow had the same question when cards came out, if this was going to be the new thing and it was going to move away from traditional annotations. I know a lot of major YouTubers have changed their in slate, their, their final screen that always had sort of all the annotations to watch past videos. Um, and they've moved to just using the cards. I think that's a great thing. I My focus is the cards. Um, my new call to actions to the videos now have been to click on the icon, the eye in the, in the top hand corner uh, that leads to the cards. Um, but that's not really super concerning to me as long as there's still a tool for me to click. I prefer the cards because like I said, they do work on mobile. But you're gonna get a lot more clicks if you give them a call to action verbally to do one of those things. Give them their next step. So whether it's to click the eye or click the annotation below or check in the description for a link, whatever it is. Honestly, I put links in as many places as human frequently possible. Cards, annotation, below, or annotations, and the description box. Links go everywhere. Because wherever they are, it's gonna be easy for them to find it in whatever way they prefer to find it. So. That's the last piece. That's, in my opinion, the most critical piece is that call to action. So again, we have the cards, we have the annotations, and we have the verbal instruction on what to do next. That's going to be sort of your, your magic three that needs to come together. That description box is going to be good to have your links in, but again, that ties into that first one, those keywords. Make sure that's full of searchable keywords, and not in a way that's shoved in there, not in a like... By the way, AB, bananas, you know, Dalmatians, whatever, in a way that makes sense. Now, at the bottom of mine, we do covered in this episode, and then there's sort of our, our <laughs> description shove, keyword shove. Um, but a lot of those words are repeats of words used higher up in the description, uh, in the, the breakdown of that episode and things like that. So other people who do this really well are uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, the Ask Gary V Show. He does a really good job because he breaks down the questions in the episode with timestamps. Um, so that can be a really good way to get those keywords in there for each of those questions. So if someone's searching for that question, they'll kind of see that in the description. That's a really good way to do that if you're doing a Q&A style show or if you're covering lots of things. Um, if you're somebody who's talking about a specific product, make sure that that product is in the keyword. This is really evident in people who do tutorials. Um, you know, if you're showing, uh, an example of this is we did a canvas tutorial on the show not too long ago, a couple of months ago now. Um, so we used Canva right in the description, right in the title, you know, it was clear that we were talking about Canva. So if somebody searches how to do it, create an image on Canva, that's going to be considered in the search rankings. I'm not saying it's going to automatically put you in number one, but it's going to put you in the conversation for the search rankings. Uh, so again, breaking down those three, treat it like a search engine, you need your keywords, uh, pay attention to your video length, just like you do your blog post length. If it's going to be horrendously humongous, you're better off breaking it into smaller chunks. You know, the same thing is true if you've got something that's actually 5,000 words, your borderline book here, man, that, that's a long, long, long blog post. You're better breaking that into four or five smaller blog posts. If you've got something that's 25 minutes long, you're better breaking that into four or five smaller videos. Uh, podcasts, I think you can get away with 25 minutes. Um, this show tends to be somewhere between 15 minutes and, and 30 minutes, um, sometimes a little shorter depending on the episode. Um, but you, I think you get a little more time. You buy a little more time when you're talking audio, but with video and, and written word, you gotta stay on the short side. 
Uh, and then that third piece was your call to actions, making sure that you have really solid and clear next steps. Uh, and so just sort of as a bonus piece, something that I want to talk about with call to action, make sure that you have a really clear next step as far as you know what happens next. So I've got a call to action that says join the VIP community. I have that because I know that when they go to thestacyharris.com slash VIP, they're going to get a, a landing page, squeeze page, whatever you want to call that, where they can enter their email address and join the VIP community. From there, they get on a list, they get an autoresponder, and they get a, a thank you page that gives them the link to join the communities. In that autoresponder, those links are in there as well, as well as a, a call to action to introduce themselves to me via email. Uh, and then from there, they start getting on the emails and things like that. So pay attention to what that sequence is after after your call to action happens. After they actually take the action, what happens next? Be sure that you have thought whatever your call to action is all the way through the user experience. Because if you lead them someplace, it's a total disconnect. It doesn't matter how well crafted and how many times you have that call to action. If you don't have a really clear uh, and engaging next step, they're going to jump out. So if, if I said join the VIP community at thestacyharris.com slash VIP, and then they land there and it's a broken page, I'm out of luck. Or they land there and it doesn't look at all like my brand. It's a, a lead pages template that's got like a girl on a beach because I didn't edit the default image that was in there. Uh, and it just says join the VIP and there's a button. I'm not gonna get a lot of people to convert on that because it makes no sense versus landing there, seeing an image I use in a lot of my stuff or seeing a picture of me, my kind of text is the way I speak um, with a clear look at what's gonna happen next and a call to action to get on the list. And from there, it continues to be a very well-branded, consistent user experience. All right, so that's my, my call to action soapbox. Um, so those are your three things you must know about YouTube. Now come on over to Hit The Mic TV, subscribe over there, um, and also head to the VIP community and let me know what the link is to your channel so I can check it out as well. All right? All right. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time.